Hello, hello, everyone. E hola, hola. Welcome to the Pediatric Speech Sister Show. I'm your sis, Melanie White Evans. I'm a bilingual pediatric speech language pathologist and cultural compatibility consultant here to learn with you and discuss more ways we can uplift culturally diverse communities in our professions in day-to-day lives. This podcast is for you if you're ready to address the disparities in the United States healthcare and academic systems and are looking for more ways you can be culturally competent in your careers. Tune in weekly as I introduce mind-shifting topics that will support service-based professionals and students alike on our cultural competency journeys. Let's get into today's episode. So before we get into today's episode, I just discovered something that's like a LinkedIn, but exclusive for speech pathologists. LiraCare is a free website where you can stay up to date on recent news in the industry, share your own interesting articles, join interest groups, and connect with fellow colleagues. I was super easy to sign up for LiraCare, and you can sign up too at liracare.com. That's L-I-R-I-C-A-R-E dot com. I'll include the link in the show notes for you too. All right, y'all, let's get into the episode. So this episode is for you if you are Black, Indigenous, person of color, in other words, BIPOC, speechy. So I am talking to you if you are a BIPOC speech pathologist, SLP to B, and SLPA. This episode is for you. Many of us feel very isolated being in the field as people of color, imposter syndrome, and many other mental health and physical health in a lot of cases. Those issues rear their ugly heads. And that's why I'm creating this episode today. If you haven't already, check out my Instagram post, Five Ways to Navigate Speech Pathology as a BIPOC Speech Pathologist. And you could also check out the show notes where I give a free poster of five things to avoid doing as a BIPOC speechy. This is especially important if you find yourself struggling to navigate these spaces and just need some tips to have ready for you in your back pocket. So like I said, today I'm especially talking to BIPOC speechies who are just trying to make it in the field without the struggle of being non-white in a mostly white profession. I've been there before when I did not know who to trust in the field. I felt like I was carrying the weight of the profession in my own insecurities on my shoulders. If you're anything like me, you might have even prepared to leave the industry due to the discrimination and the overall feeling of like you don't belong. So don't leave yet. We need you. Please listen to this list. Reflect on where you may need to do some inner work. Shadow work, especially as a person of color, is an excellent tool that I will be sure to talk about in future episodes. The first thing to avoid doing as a BIPOC speechy is doubting yourself. 
Most beaches suffer from imposter syndrome, but the weight is especially heavy as a BIPOC speech pathologist. Studies found that people of color experience imposter syndrome at disproportionate rates due to racial discrimination. Sadly, speeches are no exception and often experience racial discrimination by their own professors and supervisors. Remember, you are here because you're supposed to be. Although the profession might be challenging, you can lean on trusted mentors and your own education to get you through any learning curves. Number two, hiding behind the shadows. Don't be hiding behind the shadows, okay? We all have amazing, brilliant, and creative ideas to share with the speech community and the world at large, but we often hold ourselves back due to fear of failure or looking incompetent. Be bold, share your ideas with us. I guarantee you we need them, all right? So that does lead me to my next point. Avoid unhealthy competition. Many communities of color struggle to get ahead because of a crabs in a barrel mentality or wanting to be the best. Don't feel bad. We've all been there. Sadly, society has conditioned us to be this way. The thing is you are actually not alone. All you have to do is be yourself and see that nobody is in your lane. Number four, stop proving yourself. It's easy to allow unaddressed feelings of unworthiness, such as imposter syndrome, right? within ourselves to make us bend our own boundaries. So this might look like saying, no, you don't want to be at dismissal when you have five reports due next week. This might be saying, no, I don't want to do feeding therapy when I already have teletherapy appointments and back-to-back in-person sessions. This might be saying, no, I cannot take on any more clients because I have 75 already on my caseload. Say no. Let your yes be yes, let your no be no, and understand your capacity and understand that you are still worthy if you choose to say no. The last point I want to make is ask for help. Not asking for help is a silent killer for BIPOC people in speech pathology and really in life. I remember during my clinical fellowship year, I did not know how to ask for help. I went to an HBCU. So really, sadly, we were trained to figure it out on your own. And if you couldn't figure it out, that's when you ask. Our cultural traditions cause us to carry a lot of the responsibilities on our backs with a brave face. We don't actually have to do this in our profession, though. Trust that you are supported, even if you're looking around and you might be like, what support? There is a sea of people on social media willing to help you and guide you through whatever challenge you are facing. You can always reach out to me at Pediatric Speech Sister if you just want to vent or if you need to be connected with a person of color who looks like you. So those are the five things to avoid as a BIPOC speechy. If you liked this episode, please be sure to leave a review or just share it with your community. 
Again, in the show notes, I do have a free checklist for you to go ahead and grab and share. This checklist will help you better identify and work through these feelings as they occur and prevent you from burning out. Until then, I'll see you in the next episode. Well, family, that's the episode. What did you think? Wherever you're listening, I'd appreciate if you left a review. Your feedback means a lot to me and helps me find more ways to help you on your journeys. If you're looking for more ways to expand your cultural compatibility in your clinical practices, follow me on Instagram at Pediatric Speech Sister and check out my newsletter for more show updates. I'll include all these links in the show notes. Until then, I'll see you next week.